Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 187 Panic in the Sky, Divided We Fall, and Epilogue with Brian Lynch. Hi, pals. It's the end of this whole uh, season. Uh, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And I'm cute. <laughs> That's a Someone Warner Brothers reference done for you guys. Mm-hmm. And the Warner sister. I think I've got. Uh, I think I've got uh, uh, dibs on the Warner sister. Thank you. This metaphor is falling apart the faster it goes. I'm Brian, D- <laughs> or Yakko, if you will. I will not. But I'm wearing these big brown pants and no shirt. Are there? Are there baloney? We we, uh, we begged there, you to, to not. Do you that. know there is, baby. <laughs> Is it weird that one of them wears a shirt and no pants, and one of them wears a pants and no shirt, and then one of them wears a skirt and no shirt? Yes. I There's no consistency I, there. I feel like I heard something about how that's deliberate, or maybe they did a gag where like one of them ended up wearing all the clothes and like, finally, a full wardrobe. They did like do that. a really good uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon where Mickey and Donald were trying to go into a no shirt, no shoes, no service place. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they had to make one complete outfit out of what they had on. I remember. Because Donald those has no good. shoes and Mickey has God, no those shirt. recent... Those those recent Mickey shorts are so good. They, so I, good. I just discovered they made a handful of them last year and like I think like one this year. And mm-hmm. like, so I was able to that, catch up. And that's the, great that they're still putting those out. Those yeah, the, the, the new one this year, the the hundredth anniversary one, was the uh, the series finale. Oh yeah, but it was a steamboat. I, I, I hope they make more. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's yeah, not the cartoon a... we're here for. <laughs> no, no. In fact, uh, not at all. In fact, it's not even the company we're here for. Mm-hmm. Nope. And this won't be in the public domain for quite some time. And I'm sure, well, yeah, I'm sure that eventually David Zaslav will just sell Batman to Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or just throw it off a boat somewhere in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Why would I sell it to Disney when I can just not get any money for this thing that's worth billions of dollars? <laughs> yeah, this certificate that says you own Batman. I'm just going to throw that in the furnace. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> Bob, Kane, Bob Kane's corpse is desperately trying to figure out how he doesn't still own that. <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, we got we. This is this is a hell of a wrap up of the season. Uh-huh. Though. This is, it really uh, is. Like this is uh, we 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 should get to it, Maggie. Why don't you uh, kick us off with Panic in the Sky? All right. So the Big Seven decide that the only way to prove their innocence, vis a vis the whole murder to town thing, by is by turning themselves into the U.S. government. Well, the Big Six anyway. Batman doesn't show because Batman he's Batman and quote that's the stupidest th- idea I've ever heard. And I hired John Paul Valley to replace me one time. Have you met that guy? <laughs> Jesus. Waller launches an attack on the Satellite of Justice, which mostly results in an army of super fiends attacking every superhero that ever lived. And as I am the least immune person to giant superhero fights, uh, that shit fucking rules. <laughs> Galatea is also there, and after wiping the floor with steel, she and Supergirl fight it out. Batman talks to Waller and tells her that she pr- what she should probably have already known. Lex Luthor doesn't play well with others. She calls off the super fiend attack, but Galatea does that whole, oh, I can't hear you. I got to keep kicking Supergirl's ass for a while thing so that she can sh- keep beating up on Kara. Unfortunately for her, Kara rallies around and uh, also the tinfoil bag comes back to life and zaps <laughs> Galatea. Thanks, bag. 
Supergirl then literally plugs Galatea into the satellite's power supply, and much like the Belcher household, you can't have the toaster and the superpowered clone plugged in at the same time, or you get an electrical surge. Right, right through Galatea's brain in this case. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Batman drops in on Luther, who is getting ready to download his brain into his own Amazo body and then live forever. He beats Batman's Atch, which, no, no, that that doesn't make any sense. And then Waller shows up again along with the rest of the JLA, and and then Luther reveals that his body has been co-opted by Brainiac. This is both the most disgusting and awesome thing that I have ever seen. I just want to go right into my good thing since it's one of the last things you mentioned there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda Waller, who probably is what four foot eight. Yeah, like she's she's uh, she's stocky, but she's also pretty short. She's four mm-hmm. foot eight. Shows up with dimensions. a big. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> a big fuck off laser gun that might actually be taller than she is if you stood it on end. Like mm-hmm. I I have said before, I have a, an action figure of Amanda Waller. It's shaped very much like my action figure of Strong Mad, and I love it. Um, <laughs> shaped like Ram Man. Yeah, and I, I own the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I want that gun. It just yeah. it was such a it was such a fucking cool image. I I mean, I love her. I've always loved her. She's I, so fucking cool. I yeah. thought when she walked on with it cuz the angle she was standing at that the gun just had like handlebars like a bike and I was like, how mm-hmm. is she mm-hmm. holding that pointing forward? But it's no, got one on, it's it got in. one on the side and one on the bottom. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. you got me. I love Luthor's line of like, did you really think you could beat me by yourself? And she goes, yes, <laughs> just in case. But also, <laughs> I had actually and written I'm, in my notes like, Amanda, why didn't you bring back up? And then that happens. I was like, backspace, backspace, backspace. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Of course she did. She's the smartest person on this show. Yep. And I say that because Batman has been long established as the smartest person and she's outsmarted him a few yep. times. She's even smarter <laughs> than Superman, if you can imagine such a thing. Oh, <laughs> What, Superman? And his vast intellect? She doesn't have his beautiful brain. He doesn't have his beautiful brain. Wait, that's a later episode. He does have his beautiful lips. mm Mm-hmm. I just, like, there's a lot of other big superhero shit to talk about, and I don't want to lose sight of Amanda Waller, action bureaucrat. That's all. Yep. I love her so much. This shit's so good. God damn it. Yep. And I love them finally coming together, like... Like, wait, no, we are on the same side. Fuck mm-hmm. that guy. As the, the DC movie series whimpers its way to an ignominious death this week with the release of Aquaman, uh, just mm-hmm. like to give a real shout out real quick to Viola Davis, maybe the oh. only human being that could successfully play her mm-hmm. uh, and the job she did in uh, one bad movie, one good movie and one good TV show. Yep. I mean, CCH Pounder still exists as a performer. That's right? true. Like, actually, that Pounder is true. Still, uh, could have kicked ass at that role. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's is, a couple others. But. She is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, like the amount of power in her voice, yeah, um, mm-hmm. is is just like you 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 you're afraid of her. Like, oh yeah, know. the the fact that we see this show with all of these like Superman level guys, and even mm-hmm. even guys like Batman who are just you know trained to to be perfect at everything, like that this government bureaucrat who is actually a short woman of color, mm-hmm. like is, is a character you take just as seriously, if not more seriously. Yep. Like, yeah, here's all those colorful guys with basically magic. Here's a lady with like a strong will and a clipboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, way scarier. <laughs> and that clipboard contains an order form for a huge fuck off laser gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen. One laser gun, please. 
No matter you think what she didn't do the correct paperwork for that? Her. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> no matter who comes up against her, she's got the willpower, she's got the intelligence, and she's got the, you know, uh, uh, backing uh, to really just uh, take him and give him a CCH pounding. <laughs> God damn it, Brian. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> I did not see that coming. That was very good. Neither did Luthor. Uh, when she melted his body. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me months to rebuild that. I also love that she was like, it's a nano-disruptor molecular disintegration device. I was like, it's a big laser. You didn't have to tell us what it was. Yeah, no. Yeah, but you, you know what? You might as well have just said big laser. Because she's such a good performer, that didn't sound like exposition or no, like didn't. a tiresome. It sounded like, like no. Yeah, exa- it sounded like, uh, you know, this is the Colt 40, whatever, yeah. the, the most dangerous weapon, blah, blah, blah. You know, it sounded like you fucking Clint Eastwood describing his gun. Yeah, exactly. I I uh, just think Luther. <laughs> if Luther thought he was going to live forever, he should probably have a body that doesn't melt by melt because of something that already exists. Which is something wow, he made. Like, <laughs> I know there's like that's also dropped in there. There's like one gun in the world that can do it, and it's it's in the charge of a woman that until now he thought was on his side. So well, you know, nobody would use my own gun against me. That would be rude. It's still mm-hmm. just like, not. maybe I should make a body that doesn't melt when uh, I shoot it, just in case someone else gets my big gun. Oh, no, uh, someone else got my big gun. You're acting like he walked near a candle and melted. Like, this is a very specific weapon. Well, that was actually I his mean... other weakness. It just didn't come up in this episode. Vanda yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waller walked in. And he was like, you didn't bring any candles, did you? <laughs> it's not my birthday. Take that out of here. And she said, I'm a middle-aged woman. Of course I brought candles. Mm-hmm. What do you like, sandalwood? <laughs> <laughs> I made everyone in the office kick in five dollars, whether they had it or not. <laughs> All right, gumshoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to the uh, JLA Hanukkah special where they defeat uh, Luthor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any Jewish members of the Justice League, and I'm not sure there are. First Comics, one everybody. One that pops to mind is uh, the Batwoman, and. No. Well, the first one that pops yeah, to was, mind for me is Superman because he's the most yeah, obvious that's what I was about to reference oh, yeah. of the world, and yet everybody tries yeah, but, to make him a Jesus reference. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was raised by white farmers in Kansas. There's no, there's no Jewish people out there. I don't see why you can't have Jewish farmers. I mean, you sh- like that's like that I, Simpsons line about Jewish cowboys. I'm not saying they don't exist. What I'm saying is, in in the broad world of stereotypes that these shows live in, they don't exist. I'm gonna call. Uh, okay, him, I'm gonna call him James Gunn now. Uh, Adam Smasher. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one. And he, uh, he, yeah, and he showed a up a handful a of episodes ago. This is uh, Hal Jordan. I didn't know that. That okay. feels like a retcon. Harley, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay, Harley, yeah. Well, they're like, Jordan is in the Middle East, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Golden Age Sandman. There's not a lot. <laughs> also, this uh, thing lists uh, Watchmen characters, which does not count. This, no. uh, or the next well, episode now it had, uh, Sandy in the background, which I always love when that happens. Oh, yeah. Who? Uh, Sandy the, the um, boy. He's the guy uh, with the, uh, gas mask. Yeah, ah. they could have just done Sandman again, but instead they also decided to give him the powers of the Marvel Sandman, possibly because Jeff Johns wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. but he still has a gas mask and a gas gun, even though he turns into sand now. It's the most mm-hmm. confusing shit ever, and somehow I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, a few weeks ago. is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. A few weeks ago, we we went back through the whole Captain Marvel thing, so I don't know about the most (laughs) confusing thing ever. 
Well, we already have Power Girl in this episode, but they're not calling her Power Girl. I haven't listened to the, the last few episodes, but I'm sure you've brought that up. No, yeah, we didn't actually. And I guess it's the, true. It oh, the Professor girl. Hamilton gave her uh, when he uh, put her. At, what do you say? Window, like yeah. the the your physical peak of perfection. I'm like, does that mean you gave her bigger boobs? Because she definitely has them, and she's got a little cutout window. She's just missing the uh, the red cape and yeah, the blue I think- gloves. I think the implication is that Kara's not done going through puberty yet. Like mm-hmm. I, this yeah, is I her think final that's what form. Going for because I, I, you know, as a middle school teacher, I have seen people grow immensely from uh, between yeah. certain ages. Like there was this kid who like did not come up past my shoulder when he left at fourteen years old, and then I saw him two years later at the high school, and he was two feet taller than me. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh dang, that happened fast, and he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it did. He knew exactly what I was <laughs> yeah, talking about. Yeah, it did. <laughs> That's how kids Hi, work. Mr. It's Lynch. weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. My school mm-hmm. is fourth through eighth. I'm, I'm basically living in a mutant society. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. Um, but uh, yeah, no, never... that, that Kara, who is, I think, like 18. Um, I, they the, haven't. They the have a 20-year-old version of her is a solid eight inches taller. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but also, also, she's Kryptonian. So ah, like, there you go. That's your perfect yeah. out. But we have not brought up the Power Girl thing before because I... I realized this in this episode oh wait she's power girl yeah. I, I picked up on that immediately when this was dropping in 2005 but i don't think about power girl that much anymore so <laughs> was the, not my uh, first thought i you know and it's it's i don't know why they wouldn't just call her power girl because it's a good name instead they called her galatea which is it's, a real sweaty greek mythology reference it's, yeah it's not a well, that's her great name <laughs> Well, it's her actual name. They didn't give her like a code name, like, yeah. a, like a superhero name. So. Like po- code name Power Girl or code name Batman Beyond. Presumably, if they uh, like kept the show going, she might have like uh, rehabilitated, joined the Justice League as Power Girl. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. Also, I like making her a clone because at that time and also now, uh, Power Girl's origin is so utterly incomprehensible. <laughs> mm hmm. Power Girl's got one of those origins that you just got to kind of just dance your way past because yeah. she's got five of them. None of them are good, and all of them are mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because no, originally she's got she was Superman just, powers was, good enough. She was just on Earth, too. She was just like, this is just Supergirl, and she's grown yeah. up, and she got herself a new name. And then they were mm-hmm. like, oh, let's put all the Earth 2 characters that aren't, you know, Earth 1 characters under Earth 1. And they decided to make her one of those. And I was like, no, but she is. Yeah, then <laughs> they then already they have one. Like, she had like an Atlantean origin for like a long time. Oh, uh, it's weird. It's but like, yeah, what? But Galatea is um the um it's it's the sculpture that Pygmalion made and then fell in love with. Ah. And so I'm like, Professor Hamilton, why did you make yourself a teenage girl with giant boobs and then name her after a artificial creation that the sculptor fell in love with? Especially no, since and she's I gonna w- hug you and call you daddy in this episode. Yeah, that's, I was tra- that's not important. What is important <laughs> is I hate Superman. I was trying to look past the daddy thing because like they didn't mean it like that. The perverts hadn't completely claimed daddy yet. Yeah, but, but in the uh, context of all the rest of it, it's a little Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> And I, uh, I I don't get that from him at all. Like it's no, not no, like, no, no, yeah. It's it's one of the writers, probably Tim. Mm. He's uh, he's, probably... he's he's a dang ass freak. We all know it. <laughs> yeah, but this whole run of episodes has been Dwayne McDuffie, so it's been probably him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> as as the uh, something that happens in the last episode, the DCA uh, U wiki um, specifically noted that it was Bruce Tim's idea, and I was like. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I don't feel like a writer on the show came up with something that happens on the show counts as trivia, but... No, that's just a thing that happened. Uh, Their their definition of a lot of things is 
flexible. The, f- the first ladder ever seen on Justice League. Yeah. Freestanding ladder. Freestanding ladder. I'm sorry, yeah. of course. Very important. That's You can't just have a ladder. No, look, there's ladders all over the damn place. Mm-hmm. Ladders for days. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, I did my good thing. Maggie, what do you got? I just really love, uh, I call it the ultimate Luthor Brainiac team as a reference <laughs> to the uh, the first time I saw this, which was in... Uh, uh, Whatever happened, Whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Brainiac possesses Luthor's dead body. Ooh. And it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, in, in the original media, because it reminded me, um, in The Shining, um, uh, the book, Jack is dead the entire time. Uh, not the entire mm. time, obviously. Mm. That's that's a different uh, horror movie. Right. But um, it's not that the ghosts are influencing her. It's at a certain point, they kill him and just like have his corpse walk around and they're just possessing him. And that's what it was mm-hmm. here. But then in an adaptation, you're like, we want to change that a little. And so yeah, they did. But a little bit. Probably soften that a little bit. Now, if, uh, only, if, only, to, if only Toy Man and the Prankster had shown up as, if I'm recalling the cover of that issue correctly, the fearsome funsters. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Despite that, that comic is really good. It's a really good comic. Listen, it's it's somebody just said, "Hey, Alan Moore, you want to kill the Silver Age?" And he was like, "Yes, yeah. yes, yes, I do. I'd be mm-hmm. happy to. I'd like to kill everything involving comics." Yeah, you gotta you gotta go West Country. Like I know my English accent's a little better now mm-hmm. than I used to. And... It fights crime. You are. <laughs> Clark Kent's gonna grow a mustache, and nobody's going to recognize him. There you go. Toy Lloyd of the superheroes. <laughs> Bizarrer. Uh, Bizarrer. <laughs> Brian, what was your good thing? Uh, my good thing was um, that um, I, I've noted this before, uh, I believe on one of my uh, Superman episodes, that um, I love the subtitles on the DCAU stuff uh, as it streams because mm-hmm. they are all lowercase and contain no punctuation nor even so much as a set of parentheses, which makes <laughs> them look weirdly sarcastic. Now, I wouldn't make this my good thing again since I believe it was my good thing in a previous episode, but I think that reached its peak this week as the beep of a control console on the watchtower was rendered as bling bling. <laughs> the drill missiles went whir whir, zoom, crash. <laughs> and now at this point in my notes, I must apologize for writing that too early and assuming it couldn't get better. Because I wrote that at about the midpoint of the episode, and at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. as the wind guys are fighting the wind guys, Red Tornado's sound effect is whiz, and Wind Dragon's is fizz. <laughs> That's very good. It's a good way to Horrible. recreate. It's it's a way to recreate the unique sound effects you get in a comic book, mm-hmm. right? It is. It is. But like, I just feel like if I was the subtitle guy, I'd throw in an exclamation mark. You know, the little yeah. the, the the just the the writing out of just all lowercase fizz. Yeah, mm-hmm. or just like really, uh... in parentheses, sound of whooshing wind, you know? Mm-hmm. And since this episode, uh, like the back half of it is mostly a fight sequence. Yep. I mm-hmm. was just sitting there clapping my hands like a little child watching a birthday magician. Mm-hmm. As the, and the thing was is like, I... punch, punch, pow, punch, ow, punch, pat. And then every time Black Canary screamed, it was E-E hyphen E hyphen A-H. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. 
I like that her first appearance was in that uh, Catman episode where she's like, I can't use my scream. It would make his head explode. Mm -hmm. And here it's like, I'm just going to murder all these super friends and possibly uh, shatter the, 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 the thin membrane between us and cold vacuum. Yep. Just, just screaming her head off. Can so we good. jump to Maggie's bad thing? Because what you mm-hmm. just said ties into something I want to say, which ties into what Maggie wants to say. So, yeah, it was also my kids love Justice League moment. <laughs> uh-huh. There, there is a bit in this episode where, after the the invasion, where you have, I think it's the three punch guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> the sequel Steel, to One Punch Man, Wildcat, and I forget who the third one was. Some other guy I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, the bag? Yeah, it, no, it wasn't the bag. He wasn't up yet. Was it Hour Man? Oh. He was floating around to this one, and I noticed. No, I actually. I noticed I he presses it. he presses a button on his collar now instead of taking a pill, which I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. That's slightly better. Mm-hmm. No, I I actually really love the design of Hour Man in this show. I, I, I wish they'd think done they nailed it. Yeah, yeah, but um, there's a shot where uh, th- these three guys are just surrounded by the corpses of Apache Chief, and hey, guess what? That doesn't look great. No. Yeah. Well, the whole not. thing in general was like the whole deal with the last episode Long Shadow appeared in was they were like, hey, we know you've got degenerative clone disease, but you've proven that you're a real person, mm-hmm. a real person who has value, and we're going to cure you. And then you never yeah, see him. Yeah, we're going to bring again. you up to the watchtower and protect you. And then you, not only do you never see him again, this would be a perfect episode for him to be like, I'm a member of the Justice League now. I'm going to fight yeah. and protect them. But. They just throw a bunch more clones out there, and Professor Hamilton's like, "Now, oh, by the way, I made sure that they don't have brains, so it's okay to kill them." <laughs> mm-hmm. like, just, uh, just tap your forehead and yell some orders at him. You'll be, you'll do great. We got a real, uh, a real confused metaphor. It's, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes uh, on a TV show, especially a children's TV show built around action, you learn a lesson in one episode, and then. You, you just forget it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the end of the Pokemon movie where they learn that making Pokemon fight each other is wrong and then everybody gets amnesia so that the show can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, if if there are any children watching this, the space station is truly lousy with bludgeoned corpses. It, is, it sure is. Just and lousy then, with them. G- Galatea's twitching finger, mm-hmm. notwithstanding, that might have got S&P off their back, but I'm no, not no, sure see, it's she's stopped, still alive. I'm not sure it's stopped the nightmares of all the people watching who just watched her straight up get electrocuted and watch her smoking body <laughs> like lying on the ground there. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, that ele- that brutal electrocution gave her an amazing haircut. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like weird Barbie. Yeah. Hmm? It's just a nice combination of Power Girl and Tank Girl, which is a character I would love to see more of. Mm-hmm. Power Tank. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, what? A- Sorry, no. But I, I, the the director of Tank Girl. I just saw something she directed the other day. It was like a TV was it Tank Girl episode or something. It was- yeah, you should watch Tank Girl again. Is that a I, I should. Movie? I like Tank Girl. It's good. Um, That's a great flick. Because I know no, she did um uh, uh Puppet Patrol. I've been rewatching Doom Patrol. She did uh, the Puppet Patrol um, episode, and uh, uh, she also did a few uh, Riverdale's, uh, <laughs> a bunch of Flash and stuff, um, mm-hmm. and um. Oh, nope, that's what it was. It was the Star Beast, um, the first of the recent Doctor Who specials. Ah. Mm. That was her. Rachel Talale? Talale, yeah. Talale? Yeah. Hasn't hmm. done a movie since uh, um, The Borrowers, I think. Oh, she produced... Oh, she did uh, Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. That was only a few years ago. Hmm. Uh, apart from that, her last movie was Tank Girl. Sometimes you make a movie that bombs, and if you're a woman, they don't let you make another one. They sure mm-hmm. don't. They do if you're a man. That's right. Oh shit! Of she's course. a professor at UBC. That's yeah. Cool. She's 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 really good. You know, 
<laughs> she knows what she's I doing. Mean, I mean, if they put her on Doom Patrol, yeah, mm-hmm. that show. Oh, Love Doom so, Patrol. That that also the the finale for that was like a month or two ago, and it really stuck the landing. Like I'm I'm pleased with. I I got everything that up show. There. Can we do yeah, kids love Doom Patrol? Uh, I don't think kids please, do, but please, uh, Dad. <laughs> I keep I mean, looking look, for like a clip. We have of Doom, Doom Patrol, Patrol at home. I keep looking for a clip would, of Doom Patrol that I can show my students, and there are none. <laughs> no. Probably. When one of your main characters' catchphrases is, what the fuck, there's only so mm-hmm. much you can oh, do. fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Kids know about fucking. <laughs> yeah, well, but uh, as a middle school teacher, it's probably best that, uh, you know, Brian steer clear of reminding them of what they know. That's fair. Uh, I did a thing the other day where I, I have an ongoing list of just, like, actors I like, because that's the kind of thing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. there's 320 actors on it right now. And the students asked something about it. And I was like, well, here, just give me a random number and I'll uh, tell you the actor and we'll see if you know them from something or what I know them from. Could be fun. They had a blast mm-hmm. with it. One of them did number one and because it's alphabetical by first name. That was Aaron Paul. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I pulled up a picture of him and I was like, you guys probably haven't seen him anything. And then like three kids were like, oh, that's Jesse from Breaking Bad. And I was like, you guys are in <laughs> fucking seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, but you got to you got to remember and you probably know this better than we do, mm-hmm. but like kids get that information from memes well, that more is than true. anything. They definitely have that. And um they might not have seen that show, but they've seen like images from it captioned with other weird well, bullshit that that spun off into incomprehensible bullshit. <laughs> and it's stuff that their parents are probably watching too. Well, that's you know? what it is. Like, One of them said like, "Oh, my yeah. mom watches that." And like, ah, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. You should have shown him a picture of Todd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a lot of them know Bojack. No, no, no. I actually do know that. Mm. Yeah, a cartoon for Why'd sad adults. Why'd you say, ugh, Todd's great. <laughs> no, just uh, two children watching Bojack Horseman at a formative oh, okay. age in their lives. <laughs> ah, kids, fine. Do, kids do not need that in their lives. It's fine. Hooray. Well, certain type of kids do. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love it now. All right. We need to keep talking about this because we have two more damn episodes oh, to get oh to. Oh, my yes. God. Uh, um, my I can do, bad my, thing I can for do this. my bad thing. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I generally like the policy of the show that the Justice League largely refers to each other by their first names, shows their friendship clearly. It's nice. Uh, gives them a little personal touch that you don't always get with superheroes. Uh, but there's a scene in this episode where Superman is talking into that invisible ear radio they always have. Mm-hmm. And he tells John to meet him in the conference room, and then he turns to Jean, who is standing in front of him, and says to join them. And the only other person in the room is Steel, who is also named John. I was mm-hmm. very confused for a moment. And when you first said that uh, before we started recording, I was like, "Yeah, but you know the name from the comic." No, no, we met this guy. We met John Henry Steel, or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. his name is. John Henry Irons. Like, that's yeah. it. Whatever. Is John Henry a different kind of metal? John, dumb comic name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like he he has been named in the show, so you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and so I'm just they're like, wait, wait, what, what, there's too many Johns, and two of them are Phil Lamar. I really want. What them is to this do the elementary school thing where it's like, okay, Jean J, John, <laughs> Jean J, John S. Yeah, it's Paul John uh, Green, John Metal John, John yeah, H I. That's, that's that's how they keep it straight, and they might be giants also. <laughs> Because they're all named John. All right, I'll call you Black John, but I'm also black. Well, I can't tell you're wearing a mask. Are you? Because your mouth moves. <laughs> no, I we, we made this joke. I think I made this joke some months ago where mm-hmm. it's like Green John because Green Lantern. Wait mm-hmm. a minute, but the other guy's green too. Yep. Um, the, this episode... Uh, I, Sorry, by the way, just it's a, it's a very minor thing. I don't like that Steel's mouth move with, moves when he talks. I get that it's animation and that mm-hmm. it's a compromise made so that it's clear that he is talking because... Mm-hmm. 
everything all the visuals are simplified but well and the, oh, yeah, and the lights are looking. out the lights are out in the watchtower so you don't get to see a lot of details anyway yeah. so you yeah. really need to know who's who's the one speaking i yeah. don't I don't think I ever like when they're when a character wears a mask that just perfectly covers their face. I don't. I've never liked it with Terry either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Destro, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. At least with Terry, he's in the future, so there's probably I don't know unstable molecules or that something. That was always my theory. Yes, nanotech based nanotech. Yeah, Destro might be the only one I don't mind, and I don't know why. Well, because the the his voice, his very deep rumbly voice, would reverberate through that metal mask if mm-hmm. he didn't have a mouth. And then in the also, movie, you just hear the movie. You just, they just hear him a metal head at the end. Ugh. But, that that would have been so cool if fucking uh, the the ninth Doctor had been Destro. But then yeah, they're like, nah, never, that's never. great casting. A lot of stuff yeah. from that GI Joe movie would have been cool if they had actually, you know, I know, I know, Brian. Make, yeah, no, no more. No, we have to talk about this. Also, didn't they make jo- uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt Cobra Commander? Well, they, they made did. him Doctor Mindbender, and then halfway through the movie, they were like, no, this guy's Doctor Mindbender. This guy's Cobra Commander. Weird, mm-hmm. weird fucking movies. He had the monocle mm-hmm. and everything. Oh, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. Well, okay. That, that's, 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 that's for uh, another show. Mm-hmm. Kids love G.I. Joe. I already did that one. <laughs> Lovingly reviewed by Algar. Mm-hmm. Available on fine um, YouTubes everywhere. My, uh, uh, well, until Hasbro takes it down. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing fine about YouTube. <laughs> Periodically available on fine YouTubes everywhere. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, my bad thing for this episode, there is some truly clunky exposition in this. Like, <laughs> mm, yeah. the entire pre credit sequence is previously on, which usually covers that sort of thing. But then the next two or three minutes are Hamilton giving Galatea, and as you know, you're a clone mm. of Supergirl speech, followed by a rundown of how her Ultiman remote works, which is fine for later, so we can just show her, like, pushing mm-hmm. the button and we know what's going on. But, and the whole don't like, feel bad about killing the Ultiman thing, which I yeah, mentioned. Those those things were necessary. That's fine. But with all the other stuff, it was like, Jesus Christ, get to the fireworks factory. Yeah. Then near the end of the episode, Lex is quietly monologuing to himself about his intended Android body and how it's based on a Mezo. Like there had to have been a smoother way to give us most of this information. Yeah, I uh, and I even watched the uh, the previously because I, I'm, you know, I'm behind on the show having uh, just mm-hmm. directed a middle school. And I, I know with... you've seen these, but yeah. it's nice to remind you. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, right. That one and that one and that one. Yeah. But um, uh, boy, they, it was like three minutes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. These are not long shows. No. And I, I, it's fine if that's the pre-credits thing. I'll just skip to the show part. But then mm-hmm. they're still doing it. So I like that Waller briefly entertained the notion that the Justice League would blow up Cadmus because of the question. No one's, yep. no one's causing that much trouble over the question, lady. <laughs> well, I would love you, Bruce's response have been, we don't even like him that much. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you could have kept him, honestly. He, he's not really Huntress our friend. Is, Huntress is the only reason he got free. We would have just left him there. <laughs> we, 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 didn't, the we didn't really invite him. Huntress, he was just he dating Huntress, and uh, she's his ride. Oh, oh no, he's got he's got dossiers on all of them. As oh well. yeah, I mean, so does Batman. But you know, but you know, I'm Batman cool about stole it. them from him. Uh huh. Also, I was stunned that flat like they're they're continuing to make flash slightly good again mm-hmm. still because he's the one who's like uh maybe don't send the rest of the guys down here so we look like an invading army it's like yeah where's this flash been for yeah, all seriously. the other episodes <laughs> it just it turns out Dwayne mcduffie should have been writing him well yeah and everybody and, and everybody and just the mm-hmm. entire show mm-hmm. all right uh do we have anything else on this one or can we just taking a moment to be pissed off that Dwayne mcduffie died again yeah and let's go 
Brian, any other final thoughts on this? Uh, I don't think so. Just check my notes here. Apache Chief. Our man, don't do drugs. Oh, right. Just a real minor thing. Uh, Two minor things just to cover real quick. Um, Supergirl Mm -hmm. is weirdly racist about clones, if that's the word Mm -hmm. to use. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just a clone. You're not a real person. And I'm like... It's it's kind of like that that one episode of Severance where uh, Helly's Audi was saying like you're not a real person. I'm like that's to make that's to make her look like a bad guy. It's a weird weird well, thing for Supergirl to bring out here. I mean, Gal- Galatea comes up to the Watchtower and says uh, we're gonna sanitize the Watchtower. I'm like. Honey, no good guy ever said sanitize in that way. Come on. Yeah, just yeah. like that. And then the other thing is, after Batman falls out the window, and then somebody grabs him and rescues him, it is a man's arm not wearing a shirt. Who caught Batman? Mm. Hawkman. I was going to say, because mm-hmm. if it was Hawkgirl, she'd have the little bracelet on. If it was mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, she'd have the bracelet on. If it was Superman, he'd have the shirt on. I think they wanted to make it look like it was Luthor for like a mm. half-second fake-out, and then it just wasn't. I hope someone got fired for that blunder. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, that ended I have shown a, a few episodes, so you got your wish. I have a hard time believing that um, that Batman was in any real danger falling from a tall building. That's literally the first trick he learned. I, I, I do, do love, like that he pulled out his... Oh, I think Maggie was about to say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they, they, they make a point of showing that oh, they Lex's do. Uh, building is unscalable by grappling hooks, and I love I that. I like that. I, I, I would have loved love that they, like, Batman had been falling, and like, he just said, like, huh. It's literally the first time that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but make, also, this, this thing is basically sh- magic. Make sure my building is like really shiny and stuff so that Batman can't grapple into it. Look, I've been Superman proofing my shit for years. I'm going to Batman proof. And then Batman just reaches behind and pulls out his other grappling hook and shoots and it bounces off again. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> He's got a if gun you- that shoots a plunger. Pulls if out you guys his think- third one. <laughs> yeah, like Darkwing Duck. Yeah. <laughs> Only, only good. Uh, I was going to defend Darkwing Duck, but uh, I'll defend the mm-hmm. version of him that's on DuckTales. Okay. Darkwing Duck is good. Darkwing mm. Duck is okay. It's, it's more hit or miss than I remembered when I went back and rewatched it. Anyway, if you guys think that this Batman has only one way of doing anything that y- you have not been paying attention for the last 187 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> All right. Time to move on yeah. to Divided We Fall. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Much like the final beats of DS9's Dominion War arc, JLU pretty much gives up on trying to recap the entire rich tapestry of narrative threads that led us to this conclusion. You can practically see the previously on segment throw its hands in the air and say, fuck, I don't know, Lex is Brainiac, you figure the rest out. (laughs) Yes, Lex Luthor, a villain whose praises my co-host and I have been consistently singing since his first appearance, has seriously leveled up, and the manner of his leveling up feels like a gift to us specifically. I got a lot more robot content, which is always a good time for me. And, uh, well, look, I've known and worked with Maggie for coming up on 15 years now. Jesus. There is there is zero chance she wasn't absolutely thrilled by the addition of a big skull in the center of Lex's body and tentacles from the rest of it. Ah, Am I right? so well. Uh-huh. Uh, look, a, a first-time listener knows that about you. It's just a thing. <laughs> like, it's just you. There a are fight 18 suit. skulls in my apartment that I can see. That's not even all I know. of them. I know. Uh, Plus the a fight one you ensues can't because your eyes are inside it. Hey, I'm summarizing here. <laughs> <laughs> a fight ensues because really, what else could possibly ensue under those conditions? And Lexiac is forced to retreat into the sewers and regroup and also think of a better portmanteau couple name. <laughs> I personally spent far too long on the admittedly lame Lexiac, but surely those two mega geniuses can put their heads together, even though one of their heads is now the other's stomach, and come up with something better. 
Weirdly, they don't actually end up tackling this problem and instead make their way to a secret Cadmus facility to absorb what's left of those Warren Ellis monsters from earlier in the season. By which I mean the Dark Heart drones, not the actual monstrous in real life Warren Ellis. That's the last person we want to give groping tentacle powers to. <laughs> the Dark Heart tigers, remember canonically they're tigers, Batman said so, cause them to assume the form of an entirely new action figure that your parents can... Oh, who am I kidding? The target audience of this show is not children, and it never has been. So Brainiacs, nope, that's still terrible, <laughs> fights round two with the Justice League using Amazo's old trick of copying their powers and doing it in the form of their Justice Lord selves just to psychologically torture them and really bring home the recurring theme of the season. Then Flash beats them by, you guessed it, running really fast. Also, something something speed force, which is definitely a thing that makes sense if you haven't read 700 issues of The Flash and... I realize I should know better after my very recent revelation about who the show is actually for, but that's, uh, that's really taking a minute to sink in, okay? The next day, or possibly months later, Superman is addressing a crowd of every character model that's ever appeared in the show. He assures them that the orbital death ray has been dismantled so everyone can have fun being enslaved by the next Thanagar-level threat to flap in from space. <laughs> he also very nearly disbands the entire Justice League in light of recent events, but Green Arrow talks him out of it, which I suppose is good for the ongoing needs of the series, but uh, I don't know, Superman... I've recently reached some conclusions that shake my belief to their very core as well. And while I admit I admire you for persevering, I I think, yeah, I think the fact that the show isn't actually for kids and never has been is hard for me to ignore. In fact, maybe we should just dismantle this entire kids love podcast thing in, uh, I don't know, let's say two more months. <laughs> this is the part where Green Arrow stands up and says, no, no, no. The world needs kids love Batman. Well, Look, if you want to retire because you think that you've reviewed podcasts well enough, not reviewed podcasts, <laughs> shit. I've, I didn't plan this out. Why is nobody else in this scene moving? <laughs> Listen, Ollie, this is the only thing you're good at. Go back to staring at Dinah's ass. Now Can I might just do. be an old liberal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a liberal in like the Al Franken sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree with your politics, but also stop being creepy. No. <laughs> okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I didn't agree to that. Nope. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this was like, I mean, the next one is called Epilogue, so there yeah. is sort of more to this story. But oh, in terms wait, of I've got to review an episode two? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, call me back. I thought I got lucky. Uh -huh. I got halfway down the, uh, the dock. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, this this pretty much wraps up. Like this could have been a series finale. Honestly, the next one could have been a series finale as well. Like mm -hmm. they, they do a really good job of just in it all. my memory until mm -hmm. I <laughs> I'm not joking. Literally until I went onto the app to watch these episodes. I thought this was I thought I had signed up for the series. Finale. And then the menu says like, wait, there's there's 13 Seriously? more. What? That is yeah. actually a joke. Uh, it was actually, though, literally until I went into the dock to sign up for my episodes for the uh, podcast. Mm. Um, that one is real. I went, wait, there's more past this. No, I mm -hmm. was shocked. I was shocked when we were when we started this. And it's like epilogue's not the last episode. I swear to God, I thought it was. I think, I, I, think I knew Epilogue wasn't the last episode, but I thought the Luthor Brainiac team up was. But then I forgot about, well, Luthor gets another good moment coming up, but I'll mm -hmm. save that for uh, y'all to talk about. I was about to say the, uh, the Hope famous you like Jack one. Kirby stuff. <laughs> well, one of us well, does. One of us really does. <laughs> no, the famous. Lucky you're the not famous doing kids uh, of uh, Young Justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh yeah, the famous moment, the I have no idea who this is. We haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, so yeah exactly. 
Uh, let's do some good things first. Brian, what do you got? Uh, I have got um, a uh, tab that I opened up to see how, what episodes are next season. Uh, here it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good thing. Uh, Flash having too much self-confidence to be affected. So they, they all get attacked by doubles. So it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Luthor makes the the Justice Lords, and then also a reverse Flash, because mm-hmm. obviously he didn't. Because Flash Justice was dead Lord. by the time the Justice yeah. Lords, yeah. And they're all being like, "We're gonna expose your weaknesses and really hit you with our psychological mind games about what a yeah they don't trust you, you anymore, your hidden dark sides, and your mm-hmm. and then Flash's double is trying to do that to him, and Flash is like, "Whatever, I'm awesome." Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, it, you it, made a yellow guy. Oh no. <laughs> And he's like, you're a child. You don't deserve to be among them. And he's like, yeah, well, I mean, they think I do. Uh, what do you say? I got a big, I got a seat at the big conference table. I'm going to paint my logo on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the and delivery of that, too, is so good. It's, the performer's it's, never been the problem. No. It's just, mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, no, I, I, just, I just love that, like, you know, when, when every other character is having an emotional breakdown and or murdering their ex. Yeah. Um, Flash is just like, I'm great. Mm-hmm. I don't know what everybody else is so I, bent out of shape about. I'm pretty cool. I wouldn't mind that if he'd earned being great, but he's mostly sucked this whole time. <laughs> well, listen, Enzo was earned self-confidence, but it certainly came in handy in this fight. The last, the last, I don't know, handful of episodes, maybe three or four episodes, he's actually been pretty cool. Yes. It's just the the preceding 50, he has not been. There's so much bad stuff and so little good stuff. And, like, the good stuff has been really, really good, but still. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been kind of, like, at the last minute. Also... Like, oh, shit, we gotta fix this guy. I kind of wish he'd actually died at the end of this episode. Like, I think mm-hmm. it'd be really cool if the Flash died and, like, they don't become the Justice Lords. Like, that's really the... That's the payoff for... Like, oh, that's very good. Yeah, right? Because they thought that was the thing, and it's that not was, the thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, the Flash is dead, but we're not going to become the Justice Lords because we're better than that. And you could do the legacy thing where you bring in the other Flash, and then you yeah. still have a Flash, but it's a whole different guy, and you got a whole bunch of stories you could tell with that. Yeah, you do the uh, you do how Barry died in uh, Crisis, and like... Mm-hmm. And I don't think they've really, I mean, apart from Terry McGinnis, I don't mm-hmm. think they've really done a legacy hero no. thing, like in, in Justice League proper anyway, yeah. so that would be a, a good set of stories to tell yeah but, eh, i think that'll oh work well. they mm-hmm. um i was trying to remember like that he was introduced on yeah he was okay now that's what i was trying to remember he was introduced on superman right and he was yes. like kind of like yes. not the villain of that episode but like really antagonistic yeah i, they did I the, think maybe the, they never shook that perception of the character and i think they did the they did the race thing like, is yeah. the thing they did the let's race around the world thing um yeah which you know classic yeah, that's, that's and how it was the the, uh, the 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 wonderful not at all bad movie Justice League ended with a not at all goofy looking freeze frame. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I was, was like, I th- maybe maybe that's it. Maybe like they never shook this whole. He's the young it's, guy who's slightly antagonistic thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've talked about this a lot, pr- particularly before we got to Unlimited, because he really hasn't been in this show a lot. He was mm-hmm. in, you know. Justice League mostly. And it's that same thing when you look back on Buffy and you're like, I used to like Xander, but oh no, he's actually terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's that nice guy dude who's always saying things that are a bit shitty and a bit sexist, but it's like, no, no, no. He's just a joker. It's yeah. fine. And, and then like, it's no, no. you sort of realize, oh no, wait, this is actually mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally grabbing their asses yeah. and like, ugh, just just terrible. Ah. <sighs> 
Uh, Maggie, what was your good thing? I we were talking about this a little bit. I love the choices for everyone's evil duplicate. Like mm-hmm. they do like the Justice Lords, but also um, Shira's in her Thanagarian armor. Uh, oh, yeah. She was in the Justice Lords thing too, though. I think. Wasn't oh god, she? I forgot about that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, the, the fact that it it is that the Justice Lords version is like yeah. this old version of what she was. Yeah, like, yeah. It, no, it now it means tracks, something yeah. else. Like this because is, we know where that came from. Yeah, this is why we feel guilty. And I also love uh, Superman turning into Lex to like. Uh, uh, oh God! Is, yeah, that moment where Superman where you shoot me in the head. Yeah, Superman's about to wipe the floor with with evil Superman, and then he turns into Lex. It's like, please don't kill me. Like, oh Jesus, fuck! Oh, it's so good. Uh huh. It's very good. And the and uh, you mentioned this already, but like the the uh, the fact that they're fighting like the exes, like mm-hmm. um, like John ends up smashing Shaira and vice versa, and he says to her, "Well, she broke my heart." And one, it's a cute moment. It's yeah. funny. But also, it shows that they've come far enough in their post-breakup relationship mm-hmm. that he can make jokes about. Like, look, I still hurt, but we can we can kid a little now. Yes. It's okay. And I like that. It's a good way to show the character development. He does smash the hot girl robot with a hammer like eight times. Yeah, he makes a he makes a ring construct of a hammer and just repeatedly grinds her into the ground. It's I so just, good. just like, so you're working some stuff through? How you doing there, buddy? Mm-hmm. I'm fine now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weirdly horny. Like Let's not year. examine this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's like there's a lot going on and there's a lot of good character beats, but those mm-hmm. two don't have a ton. Like, and so it was a good way to make a little room for like, no, eh, but there, there, there's something there too. Yeah. And actually, kind of ties into my good thing. There is a sequence during the first fight with Brainiac that lasts like 15 seconds, mm-hmm. but it's so fucking good. It really, really spoke to me. So John Stewart's shooting the tentacles with his ring, backing up as he fights, and he suddenly realizes he's back to back with Waller, like in, you know, the back to back thing from every movie and maybe also actual war. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, then he takes a quick beat to realize, oh, no, she's on my side now. And someone very good's got my back. Then he protects them both with his green bubble. Yep. Then he's knocked face first into the pavement and Waller rushes over to check his body. Then he throws her clear before more stuff comes at them. It's like I said, extremely brief. Neither of them say a word. Yeah. But it tells you so much about these two accepting like, oh, no, we're on the same side. Also, this one is a hell of a fighter. So mm-hmm. I actually like it's good. We're on the same side because I got I got somebody good watching my back. It's the exact opposite of the awkward exposition I was complaining about in the previous one. It's like, no, these characters like and respect each other and they've come to trust each other now. And you got all that in about 15 seconds of action. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I love I I, it's, I say this every time, but I love Waller. So, much. yeah, she's amazing. She's there with the Justice League yep. fight, like just shooting her gun. Like, what am I going to run to safety? Fuck that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, I've just in my notes here. I've got the no. What's up? In my notes here, I've got the key and peel. Uh, that's my shit gif, and mm-hmm. that's, that's just that sums up all of this stuff. I just, goddamn, I love this crap. And like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna step on Brian's summary. I don't think by saying, hey, she shows up in the next episode, mm-hmm. but she does. Un- unfortunately, that's it. Like, we don't get her next season, and no. it kills me because. They, in that episode, and we'll talk about it more in a minute, but they establish a a good role for her to continue to be part of this narrative, and they just 
they didn't bring her back. Yeah. And it's like, why would you do that? She doesn't have to she be the main focus. She literally says next episode, like, and here's what I did after that. I was still yeah. part of the story. I was yep, important yeah. to the Justice League. And she's connected to the central part of this ongoing story in this season. You don't have to do that with her again, but she could show up from time to time. But yeah, it's it's disappointing. It's like, okay, here's the slideshow for who you're going to fight this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or she could even keep the fucking uh, Task Force X thing going. That would have been cool, too. That's where, that's where she got her slide projector from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she loves that slideshow. She what? definitely signed that out with the right paperwork also, though. What is, what is that? That's a slide projector. <laughs> Was it like Kryptonian or from the future or something? No, it's just a very good product. <laughs> <laughs> Waller brand slide projectors the best in the business you know people are people are using like um powerpoint now i, I don't care <laughs> and they're welcome to second question mm-hmm. there is never more than 10 people on the suicide squad why is this briefing room so big because it gives them more stuff to draw yeah mm. is that why it's x x for 10 yeah it's the other <laughs> uh weapon x thing Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that retcon. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that retcon. I still love that I actually, retcon. I actually do really like it. Because mm-hmm. now every time you need a new X-Men character, you just feel like, yeah, this one's weapon, uh, what are we up to now? 17? 17, yeah. Mm-hmm. XVII, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's do some bad things. Brian, what do you got? Uh, sorry, my brain was just distracted trying to think of whether weapon 30 would be sexy or not. <laughs> no, it would be Vin Diesel. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Except sometimes when it's Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Um, my bad thing is that uh, I I don't love either of the merged Luthor Brainiac designs. The Tentacle Monster version, it's fine. It's a little bit fetish art. It um, sure is. I like there the, was some real I like the skull lot. in the chest because the the old um, yeah. one that we talked about where it's the uh, Luthor or Brainiac taking over Luthor's dead body is mm-hmm. like the skull over the head. And so the skull mm-hmm. in the chest was, like, really neat. But then, like, he gets, like, weirdly inflated muscles and tentacles. Yep. And I'm just kind of like, eh, Yeah, there were a few know. moments right before his second transformation where he looked full on Rob Liefeld. With, oh, like, yeah. Like, a giant upper body, even by Bruce Tim character standards. And the, just the tiny waist and almost no legs. The, the I, shots yeah. of his giant neck, like, going down into his giant torso. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this on DeviantArt. Mm-hmm. I, um... It, 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 I like the designs on the show, but uh, it, weirdly, it's it's very rare that the men get the worst designs. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the 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 torsos are getting very large, and the waists are getting very small. And I feel like if I shoved Green Arrow hard enough in the chest, his top half would just topple off his lower half. Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, um, anyone who's bought those action figures knows <laughs> they are not meant to exist in physical space. Oh yeah, because they all got tiny little skinny legs, also, and yeah. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, no, with the Luthor, with the, the inflated muscle and everything. But then the second one, which I should like more, it's just, it's all gold. And gold is just not in the visual language of either of those characters. And it, I feel like combining is... Brainiac's purple and silver and Luthor's purple and green, there's something they could have done there. But instead, mm-hmm. there was just like solid gold. And I mean, the blue is from Brainiac too, but I don't know. It's just, it, it doesn't click. I feel like they could have made a better design. I think they were vibing on the Amazo connection. Yes. He is yeah, yeah, because uh, Amazo was gold when he showed up in this. That, there is mm-hmm. that. Also, mm-hmm. that when Flash punches him, it's like, were they merged or was he just wearing a suit made out of Brainiac? Because it looks like Flash just punched it off of him. 
I, along similar lines to what you said, Maggie, about the Flash really should have died there. Luthor's body being perfectly intact after we saw yeah. Brainiac literally like push his skin aside to 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 show his face. Like mm. how how is he just fine now? No, uh, Lex Lex should have died in this one. You know, Lex and and Wally mm-mm, both mm-mm. shouldn't have made it. No, we shouldn't lose Lex because there is more great Lex uh, content to come. But what they should have done is like found a way to preserve his brain or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, head in some a jar sci-fi kind of. Yeah, yeah. Sci-fi comics. Put bullshit, him in an Australian exactly. clone body. It's. I know yeah, there's whatever. a better example than this. But <laughs> with this dumbass Abraham Lincoln beard. Yep. Um. Yep. I know there's oh, a better I, uh, example Lex, of um, this. Alexander Luther the Second. <laughs> is that a reference to? Is that an, is that a reference to uh, Superman two where uh, uh, no uh, when General Maggie Zod and I says were, you can when Maggie and I were children um, Lex Luthor had was pretending to be his own son and had um, I, I understand an Australian accent yeah I, I no I vaguely remember that but what I'm saying is in Superman two General Zod says uh, Lex Luthor can have Australia when he oh. conquers the Earth I wonder if the comics were making a reference to that is what I'm saying oh interesting okay. I never could that be. never occurred to me yeah um. Yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. I was saying there's probably a better example of this than what I'm thinking of, but um, in Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation, mm-hmm. and I get, I know this is a better movie. example, Jax gets his robot arms put on, and it's like, oh, he's got robot arms now. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, no, I have to learn to fight for myself, not using this technology. And he just pulls them off, and it's just like, why did you, why did they find you on a surgical table if this was just sleeves that you put on? Yeah. Like... <laughs> The, the the fact that Luthor's full human body is intact under there, which is weird because we've already seen it mutate into a tentacle monster. Yeah, like yeah, it, it, you're you're absolutely right. It loses something. Mm-hmm. God, like and three it might hours be a, from now, I'm gonna think of a good example. It it might be like a standards and practices thing where it's like you can't that reads as body horror unless you say. It wasn't actually his physical body, and he's fine. It's like okay. a, an illusion or something. Well, I guess the, the lady in the computer in um, the lady in the computer in Superman three doesn't she just wind up getting it peeled off of her at the end, like a hard boiled egg? Nobody remembers what happened to her at the end. Everyone is too <laughs> scarred by the, yeah. the her the reveal. No, I, I'm Ugh. sorry. I watched cartoons in the aughts, and there was nothing but body horror. <laughs> yeah, but those were those were not ostensibly made for children either. It's... This, you know, this show's marketed to kids, even mm-hmm. though it's clearly not. Uh, but again, there's a reason DeviantArt exists. <laughs> yeah, it's to fill in the gaps that TV couldn't show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, what was your bad thing? Um. This episode ends with Lois uh, typing up her, the the story for like what just went down. And oh, sorry, real real quick. Speaking of references to the old uh, uh, Donner movies, mm. there's a there's a there's a nod to Lois being a terrible speller. Oh in those movies yeah, that I really it's it's small enough that it doesn't like dominate the scene. It's just a what is it? What's how many L's in indifferent or something yeah. like that? Like it's such One. an obvious Lois. How do you not know how to spell? That yeah. Anyway, there's sorry. I love the idea that Lois is. Yeah, I know that was my. Yeah. That was the. Joke. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were remembering wrong. Or... No, she said ambivalent. I was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Maggie. I. Sorry, my brain doesn't work. You don't boil a roast, Brian. <laughs> uh, you can. I... <laughs> sorry, so Maggie. Please continue. That joke works on. <laughs> I know. Um. No. So this episode ends with um, uh, Lois typing up her uh. 
news story on what just happened in the Justice League disbanding. And Clark's there, and they're chatting. And this is the reveal. We've talked about this a bunch as this show, the show's gone gone on. Yeah, does she know? And uh, it turns out that Lois still doesn't know that Clark is Superman, and that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're I agree they with are you. Dating. I agree with you, but. Uh, the DC Wiki, this is why I look at them up, because mm-hmm. sometimes they actually have good information. And it says um, that uh, Dwayne McDuffie stated in the first draft of this episode, Clark was going to reveal his identity to Lois. However, they were explicitly told not to. Yeah, you can see the setup. Like, he, he is seconds away from doing the pull your shirt back in the Superman S's underneath. Mm-hmm. You, I can see it. And it and doesn't happen, great- and it's ridiculous. That would be a great final beat to like end on two well-established characters having a nice, quiet, yeah. earned moment on top of all this big action. That would have been so good. What they get, what they did was still good. It but, was fine, but like when you know what's missing, like all yeah. you can see is what's missing. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Uh, my bad thing. So Lex mysteriously beat cancer and mysteriously <laughs> developed superpowers enough to punch Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like you said, no, uh, <laughs> but but the super genius, arguably the smartest person in this world, never bothered to look into why any of this was happening to him. Mm-hmm. Like he, when he finds out Brainiac's been behind it all, he's like, Brainiac. Oh, shit. Like, I didn't see that coming. Did you not look through a microscope once to say, oh, the cancer's receding because of a Kryptonian nanotech or all, whatever? Yeah, all of my no, cells have little triangle dots on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird. He's like, no, I'm just getting better because I'm great. That's probably it. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought I was just really good at being me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I buy that for the cancer. I absolutely buy him going, of course I beat cancer. I'm Lex Luthor. Cancer doesn't stop me. <laughs> I did um, a bunch of chin-ups and drank some green juice. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The superpowers thing, like, they've been seeding that for a few episodes. And the first time that happens, he should be like, wait, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> how, how can I lift a thousand pounds all of a sudden? I used to... Like, look, I'm a Bruce Tim character. I can always lift two or three hundred, but uh, Jesus. Well, especially as, as he wobbles down right. the hallway, rocking back and forth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, especially since his arc right now is giving himself superpowers. <laughs> yeah. Downloading himself into a into an android body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I did. A robot body. I guess I gave mm-hmm. myself superpowers earlier and forgot. Well, I've been mm-hmm. busy lately. I do get hit uh, in the head a lot, so. Uh, absent-minded professor, you know. <laughs> I'm tipping over again. <laughs> Help. Mercy, did I give myself superpowers? T- leave me alone, Lex. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Lex, did you fall on your back like a turtle again? No. Maybe. Yes. Please no, turn me over. Shut up. <laughs> Roll me over. I want to do more push-ups. <laughs> also, I know the Speed Force was referenced like, to the comics, but seriously... There is no context whatsoever for it, and if you don't know anything about it, it's like, what? what is this? Well, I don't know about you, but I stood up and cheered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know what it is, but it's a lot of what I've been saying about the fourth world stuff. It's like, if you don't have the background in the comics, this doesn't mean much to you. That's all. I just thought Wally was going to heaven. <laughs> Wally okay. got to heaven, Mr. Twilliger. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else about this one? We still have a whole other episode. Yeah, we do. <laughs> what? We do? Oh, I already did that uh-huh. joke. Uh, right. I, think well, I, Brian... I, don't, I don't think I made any notes on this one. I think I was just enjoying the fun. Oh, yeah, I, I so meant... I, oh, no, I wish at the end, uh, Batman just walks up to Green Arrow and is like, Quiz Custodian, Ipsos Custodius. 
And mm-hmm. Green Arrow responds with the actual translation, who guards the Guardians. And I was like, mm-hmm. you could have said who watches the Watchmen. I think 2005, yeah. I think uh, you, you had mm-hmm. already figured out whatever People legal language that. lets you make toys of it or whatever. Everyone also, I know at that time would have freaked out. <laughs> also, you just sent the question into full-on Rorschach mode <laughs> yeah. for a good yeah. chunk of this arc. So, <laughs> All right. In for uh, a penny. Well, All right. Mm. Time uh, for an Brian, epilogue. Please. Yes, please. In the future, some guy with his face in shadows, no matter where the light is, breaks into a fancy old house with fancy old security. Turns out it's Batman, a man well-known for dressing in civilian attire when breaking into places. But this isn't your daddy's Batman, except now it might be, because this show is pretty old at this point. It's Terry McGinnis, the Batman from the future. He's confronting Amanda Waller, who's now, I don't know, 120 years old or something? Over 100, that's for sure. She hits on Terry, which he's not happy about, as a flashback reveals that he just broke up with Dana. Wow, 15 years and he still hasn't figured out Max is the better option. <laughs> After another flashback where Green Lantern tries to trap Ink in a cage like an idiot, <laughs> we learn that Terry is a perfect kidney donor for Bruce. What are the odds? That, as it turns out, pretty good, about 101. But just bad enough to be suspicious, because Terry takes a DNA test and finds out that his dad is Bruce Wayne. Bruce somehow doesn't say, I don't know, I didn't do that, and instead says, believe what you want. Nice to see he's as emotionally healthy as ever. (laughs) Anyway, back in the present, which is the future, Terry makes Amanda Waller tell him the story all about how his life got flipped turned upside down. (laughs) So we flash back to the long past, which is the usual present, but not the present from the rest of the episode. (laughs) Where's a Christmas ghost when you need one? (laughs) In the present past perfect subjective, the JLU is fighting the third royal flush gang, consisting of a samurai, a drag queen, a modok, and Bo Derek. But Ace, she's the same as the last one, and she's just as spooky as ever. But now she doesn't just make hallucinations. Her mutated brain, which is causing her to die sometime soon, is actually affecting reality. And when her big psychic brain dies, it will cause an explosion of psychic energy that will kill everyone from... Man, they really do want to do Watchmen, don't they? <laughs> After a very touching scene with Ace, Batman kills her off-screen and carries her body out, death of the family style. Terry somehow doesn't take the lesson of compassion and love he was supposed to, so Waller just gives up and says she used that technology from Return of the Joker to give Warren McGinnis bat sperm in the hopes that nature is stronger than nurture and will still have a Batman. But just to be sure, she decides to nurture things up a little bit by having the phantasm kill- Hey, the phantasm! By having the phantasm kill his parents. But Andrea realizes how dumb that all is, and Waller agrees. Eh. The situation wound up resolving itself, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. She called the whole plan Project Batman Beyond, which I should hate, but I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having gained perspective on everything, Terry decides to apologize to Bruce and settle for Dana. He <laughs> flies past some of the old five cops who are amazed to see a flying thing in a world where pretty much everything flies. The ampersand. Mm-hmm. This week on, uh, ooh, let's see, what was on in 2005? Man, this aired in July. Wasn't anything new on. It was a Saturday, so it was just anime on Adult Swim. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, it looks like Legend was the PAX Saturday movie. You can watch Legend, I guess. It's got Tim Curry and that cool scene where Mia Sarah dances with the dress. Plus, Tom Cruise is only on his second set of teeth. Uh, good for him. <laughs> uh, I'm sure, Maggie, you're going to you're gonna step in and uh, defend Dana. In fact, I'm sure you, I'm amazed your good thing isn't, look, more Dana. We got we got, we got an mean, end to the Dana story. My good thing is very good, and there is not nearly enough Dana in here to justify that. But also, Dana's in this episode, the best character in all of these shows. 
The thing is, she there isn't a lot of... That's almost like having a personality. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't a lot of Dana by volume, but you get a, you get a nice conclusion to her arc. She mm-hmm. found out that her boyfriend is Batman finally. She's going to get married. She found like, out like a week ago. She, that... she's, do, she's doing better than Lois. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, but the last beat of her story is something I did not expect to ever uh, get to see. So yeah. it was nice. It was nice. We checked back in with I her. I can't and, believe and also they Terry, I suppose. for 15 years. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Terry. Mm, I, I mean, I believe Terry. Oh, like, yeah. He's got too much going on in his life. He's like, no, nah, this is, this is comfortable. This is fine. Mm-hmm. But she could do better. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Max. She could date Max. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Everyone could date Max. Why is nobody dating Max? Max. I thought Max was ace for a bit. Well, I mean, asexual, I should say. I shouldn't shorten that to ace in an episode where we're talking about ace. Um, No, she dated that snake guy. I know. That's what I was going to say until she had that episode. Like, she always read as very, like, I'm, like, in that Jughead way of, Mm -hmm. I'm just not interested. But, but yeah, then they made it. But it turns out the snake guy is the only one that could notice the hottest person on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm, which is weird because yeah you know what they say snake guys notice the hottest people on shows <laughs> they say that mm-hmm. all the time they're never not so, saying it i it's true um going as old school hey you're tying everything up in a big knot here too yep <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I jumped in and put my good and bad things in even before I watched the episode because I've seen this one 50 my, million yep. times. Uh, those were both going to be my good and bad things. <laughs> and of course. I, and I went to put them in before I watched the episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> I briefly considered making my good thing. Uh, Al is such an excellent critic that he was able to spot the good and bad things right off the bat. Uh-huh. Oh, off the bat. I, uh-huh. I, I would guess Maggie at least considered one of the two of these, but... Uh, I mean, I agree with both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the thing is, like, let's get into the bad thing first, because that's the... Like, there's so much to like in this, and we should just get the bad stuff out of the way. Like, the retcon that Terry is Bruce's kid, you know, it undercuts what makes him special. Yeah. Like, it's a good way to work Waller and the preceding season into Batman Beyond and to say, hey chronologically this is the last part of the story we didn't forget about it it's it's nice to tie it all together yeah. it's just i wish they'd found a better way to do it at, at the very least say there were half a dozen bruce clones wandering around but his circumstances and the person that he actually was mm-hmm. is what made him batman instead it's like no somehow we're expected to believe that i don't care about the technology part of it it's comics it's it's sure. cartoons based on comics of course unlikely things happen mm-hmm. but the fact that this engineered Bruce Wayne clone managed to coincidentally find his way to Wayne Manor mm-hmm. and discover the Batcave so that he could then become the next Batman. Like, they didn't make that part happen. That happened by accident. Yeah. They didn't make the Jokers drive him to, you know, like in the pilot. So h- how? That doesn't make fucking it doesn't, sense. you know? Yeah. Nope. And it feels, if they had more time to just like, yeah, we've got like more... There, there were more Bruce clones wandering around there. Also, yeah, they fizzled out. Some of them just didn't because, like yeah. Brian said, nature and nurture. It's not like it has to be I mean, both things. One of them was we had, Dana. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> if we had time to have like, like, this would be great to show like a grown up uh, version of Terry's brother who like had basically mm-hmm. the same origin and didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, because they overwrote uh, Warren McGinnis's uh, uh, genetic material. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I believe that was the term, the the euphemism they used. So, oh, no, reproductive uh, material. That was it. Mm-hmm. Right. There is a bit. This is my absolute favorite thing. 
uh, maybe of this whole entire series of series where uh, Waller's explaining how they did it and says uh, it, it was easy to get Bruce's DNA. He left it all over town. And they cut back to her telling the story, mm. looks directly at Terry and says, not remotely what I meant. <laughs> and like, how the fuck did that get past standards and practices? So Jesus Christ. Because, yeah, Bruce, of course, got around back in the day. You could mm-hmm. take it to mean that. But what the fuck, man? <laughs> anyway, yeah. it just it makes it makes him less special to me as all. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Not great. But it's a great episode despite that one giant flaw. Well, also, I, I might as well just say now because this is going to keep coming up. But before we recorded, we were talking about how this this episode is like it's 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 greater than the sum of its parts. A lot of the individual stuff is pretty dumb in this episode, but mm-hmm. the whole what's created it's so good. Like, well, and, yeah, and it's not the emotional like, core of it. Yeah, this is bad, but we can overlook it because no, like even the bad stuff is good in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah, this this is that that's that's good. That part is good. Well, and if you talk about it individually, serves, it's like whatever. But everything that serves the emotional core and the characters is like it it relies on some dumb plot. But what it means is like the char- like you get an, a, a satisfying emotional payoff to right. Bruce Wayne still kicking around at mm-hmm. a hundred plus, and he's worse than ever. But also Terry's still there, and, and he's like, a big you know, skeleton man. Yep. Uh huh. It looks like I, I saw Burns. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you said that in your notes. I'm like, yeah, he kind of does. Smithers, um, who is this lollygagger? Uh, that's the Joker, sir. Uh, that's Terry McGinnis, sir. New your, fellow. Uh, your, your, your secret clone from Sector Seven J. Mm. New fellow. Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Um, Terry McGinnis. My name is Terry McGinnis. Um, no, and I hadn't caught in previous episodes or turns, uh, previous turns viewings out Maddie of McGinnis this. Shot him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was the baby. <laughs> no, it's the egg baby from the egg baby episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Previous viewings, it, I never really put together just how sick Waller had to be. Like, well, first I cloned a guy without his consent. Yep. And then I was going to murder somebody's parents. Yep. And then she's like, and then I had a moment where I realized that was wrong. And someone had to tell me that. I was, was like, say, no, the murderer I hired was like with with her claw up in the air was like. You know what? On second thought, <laughs> also, the murderer. I... Oh god! Just the phantasm, just walking out from behind a pillar and just walking up behind them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the the murderer that got free, like the government said, "Hey, you get a you get a free murder these two people, like no consequences." And no, even that. Sorry, mm-hmm. can't do it. Oh, I I also love the, the 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 thought I had when I saw that was that she had her claw up in the air. It was just like. Oh, wait a minute. We're in a parking garage. No, nope. got to happen in an alley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the the silent conversation we just saw narration over, she was like, it's got to be an alley. They don't go mm-hmm. down alleys. There's no alleys in Neo-Gotham. It's like Manhattan. Also, mm-hmm. the, the idea also, it, of... It's actually called Neo-Gotham. I don't think mm-hmm. I realized that before. No. Oh, yeah. That's been there since the first episode. I, did not know. I thought it was just they a joke about Neo-Tokyo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like... The, the effects of a child's psychology when, on the one hand, his parents are murdered by just a rando in an alley versus the actual Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, if if he became like Bruce and obsessively started trying to figure shit out, mm-hmm. he would have realized, oh, this exact Grim Reaper killed yep. some people in Gotham uh, 50 years ago. Yeah. She had the body of a woman, but the voice of Stacy Keach. And also, mm-hmm. my dad used to date her. Also, he's my dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
this is not the same circumstances at all. No. The thing is, I, I, to be part, fair, we don't know that Thomas Wayne never dated Joe Chill. That's true. Yeah. That might be what that was all about. Mm-hmm. You bought pearls for her? I thought that was our thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing, the Joe, thing, and again. Chill. <laughs> God. Stop saying that to me, Thomas. <laughs> Because because I'm just so focused on Waller and because mm-hmm. this is very much her episode, like it also made me realize, oh, like in the in the in the future, mm-hmm. she's like she's flirty and all that. She would never have been like that in the version we saw no. leading up to this. Oh, God, no. And it's like, oh, because she's a woman like in in a tough business, like she she's probably always been like that. Mm-hmm. And it just like it just made me invent this extra sort of depth to the character that might have been intentional and yeah. just like like it's yeah just, now she can let her guard down now she doesn't have to look tough all the time now she can just be sweet yeah it's a universal rule old ladies are allowed to be horny uh, that's true I, i've read terry pratchett her her just her whole deal at the end where she's just like she's doing the old lady thing talking about her mm-hmm. uh, about her china and like mm-hmm. telling like Terry all the meds. about Jesus, and... all the meds she has to. Yeah, the fact that they basically they don't literally say Jesus Christ, but she, she oh, yeah. the Lord like, has been me- a great comfort yeah. to me. Yeah. She mentions the Bible, like yeah. Norm- normally that would irritate me, but it's like no, it's an extra bit of detail for it's... this character, and yeah, I buy it. There, there, there's so much depth to this ca- depth to this character, you know. Yes, like there's yeah. so much going on with her. I love that. It's and we mentioned good. this in the previous episode. She says, for a while, I was the government liaison with the Justice League. Yeah. Like like we were saying, that's the perfect way to keep her in the story. But not for another three or four years after the last thing you saw. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, well, she had to go run some more Suicide Squad missions for a while. Please. Mm-hmm. And then after all actions. the supervillains were dead. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, Maggie, what was your bad thing? Uh, the, uh, the On Leather Wings tribute, baby. This episode oh, no, ends. No, 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 sorry, sorry. Bad thing. Oh, bad thing. Uh, <laughs> Maggie hates going... On Leather Wings, hates when they uh-huh. tribute. What the hell? I, um, after I read Brian's and figured out what was actually going on, uh, this, uh, I, this sort of cleared this up. I'm less mad about it. Oh, but, and uh, I will actually say before you say it that after reading your thing, I was like, oh, yeah, if you don't have the context, that is very bad. Yeah. So, still works. We'll just, we'll do ours right in a row. And yeah, so, Br- Brian, why don't you tell them what the references so, were, and I will. Uh, this go is actually from there. my my good thing. I'll just do the whole thing right now, and then yeah, we see. Turns out we are doing good things now. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. on leather wings, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, I love me a reference joke, and um, I, I I actually wrote. I wasn't just accidentally. I was accidentally doing those when I talked about the Royal Flesh Gang, and at the end of the episode, I realized every joke I made about them was on purpose. Jack was a samurai, and when the glamour was taken off his body, he was a black man. <laughs> Who is Phil Lamar, and so it's like, oh, Samurai Jack. King was a MODOK. This is the one I didn't figure out on my own, but uh, because MODOK was created by Jack King Kirby. Mm -hmm. A bit of a sweaty reach there, but, um, you know, I think Bruce Tim just wanted to design a MODOK. Yeah, but if you had had four out of the five, you you know. Um, And then Queen was a drag queen, which I got, but when the glamour was taken off, um, specifically I realized that um, uh, there's a performer named uh, Harris Glenn Milstead who is better known as Divine. Hell yeah. uh, a lot of John Waters movies, just absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, most yeah, notably Hairspray and Female Trouble yep. and uh, Pink Flamingo. Yeah, but it was just it. a little piece of shit, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay then. Um, and so Queen, Drag Queen, all right. Uh, and then uh, the the one that I, w- that I did that caused me to realize, after I realized all the others, I was like, oh, I wasn't just making a joke about Bo Derek's cornrows. She's 10. 
the movie Bo Derek had that lightly problematic hairstyling mm. was the movie Ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Blake Edwards and Dudley Moore, I believe. I haven't seen it, yep. but yep. Uh, listen, the main reason everybody knows that is because Bo Derek wears a swimsuit and has cornrows. Yeah. Just like 10 in this. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I love that stuff. You know, it's, it was good. It was yeah. reference jokes. But one of those things, if you don't get the reference behind it, is kind of weird. And that's yeah. where Maggie's bad thing comes up. So, as far as I, I like, I didn't pick up on any of this. I got MODOK because it's clearly MODOK. And it's I assume very that... very obviously uh, MODOK. Oh, and they've I, been crowbarring Marvel guys in the whole well, time. Yeah, well, that's I thought... Yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead, because this is what I thought, too. Well, yeah, Ten's got prehensile hair. I, I assumed it was an Inhumans reference, so I'm like, okay. So I was so trying to figure out who thing. the other two um, uh, Marvel guys that they were trying yeah. to do mm-hmm. were, and I was like, I, I'm just not getting it. And then, like, the Queen character kind of looks like the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, but then mm-hmm. she turns into a dude. I'm like, what's the what's the joke here, guys? Mm-hmm. And I don't okay. think I'm out of line to be to be in 2002. Like, okay, what's the what are we doing here? So. <laughs> Yeah, and so like There's, yeah, if you don't catch that reference, then yeah, yeah that is, it's 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 weird, and the, like, the episode doesn't invert like you know. So yeah. No, there's too much going on. The These landing. are background characters. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot, and so, so yeah, the landing by is my not way of, stuck. By my way of thinking, there's two ways to interpret this, and I'm going to defer to the actual trans woman who says <laughs> yeah. this isn't cool. Of course, yes, but I I honestly thought. Maybe it's a little bit of a wish fulfillment thing. Maybe I could definitely see that too. Yeah. Maybe there's mm-hmm. something going on with this guy that that like this is the person I really want to be, and I thought maybe in that sense you could actually relate to it. Like that's, ten or uh, Ace, let them be their best selves. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Is like it, I would like to believe that that's the case, but like track record t- tends to go, tends to go the uh, the other way. Like I'd love to give this show the benefit of the doubt, but like well. These I shows, think I mean, they we've... did that with um, with Blue Snowman when they brought them back in the modern day in Wonder Woman, because in classic Wonder Woman, Blue Snowman was a woman who had a man-themed outfit, and they just made them non-binary when they brought mm-hmm. them back. And I was like... Oh, yeah. So, like, they took something, they made it an intentional thing, and I was like, eh, okay, maybe. <laughs> Maggie, but, apart, apart from this, though, like, have these shows had a history? Like, look, no, look but, Bra- Brave and the Bold hates women. Yes. But, no, but, but for the most the part. Time, like, no, you're 100%. Of yeah. course, and look, media now is a little better, but not much. I mean, yeah. But... My, no, my point is these shows have been have mostly just avoided that kind of thing, right? True. Like, I that's my memory of it. You mm-hmm. obviously would re- remember that a little better. Yeah. I'm just making sure I'm not I'm not crazy with that. No, they, uh, they're usually not shitty, is what I'm saying. Yeah, if it's a wish fulfillment thing, you need to tell me that because otherwise, yes. I'm going to assume that you're you're just making another shitty trans joke. You yeah, know? you need you th- need to I, clarify to stick that landing. Yeah. I think it's because I'm around you and a few other people in similar situations that that's the conclusion I leapt to. But most people wouldn't go yeah. to that. You're right. Like I uh. see something like that. I'm like, oh, good. Another Ace Ventura joke. Thanks for that. Mm. Well, I, say it's, it's, I can't remember. I was thinking about this lately, but sometimes it's like it's not actively bad. But given the culture it's in, it's like it's like heightened scrutiny. Like I got to yeah, take an extra right. hard look at this to see what it is. Well, You're and right. also when it's a show that I love this much, it's like, oh God. I would say, and again, I'm not the one qualified to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this is my take, and Maggie, you're, you know, th- this is your game here. <laughs> but it, I feel like they've earned something of the benefit of the doubt. Like they, they've been okay so far. Let's hear what they have to say. I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, right? but the thing is, they don't have anything. It's just, it's a one second gag. Yeah. You know. Oh, and, and look, we've all seen. 
we've all seen the oh look the pretty lady's actually a fat guy huh? yeah exactly uh-huh. yeah that, as i right. mentioned when we were pre-showing i've been watching the austin powers movies lately and Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. They don't quite go as bad as many other movies from that time period did, but they sure don't go good. <laughs> no. Yeah. Except for that but, one bit where Nathan Lane is Beyonce. That's perfect. No notes. That's pretty good. <laughs> no, but finding out that this it was a divine reference. Well, divine kicks ass. Divine so. is f- fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and if queen equals drag queen, then that's that's yeah. fine. <laughs> then I'm just okay. No, this is all right. It's like I see what you're doing now. You, you know, it, you need to be a little less subtle. <laughs> it was it, it turns out it was a pun is not a best case scenario for a lot of things, but yeah. in this case, it's probably the best no. we could ask for. Yeah. And I'm glad they I'm glad they continue to earn that benefit of the doubt that it would. Yeah. No, they were coming from an okay place. They yeah. might they might have done it better, but like it's all right. Yeah. Um. So Brian, I can, I can do my bad thing while we're at it. <laughs> Okay, what do you got? Uh, the um, they wanted to do a little last uh, hurrah for the um, all the Batman Beyond villains. Yeah, uh, have them show up and not Plus say anything. Plus, old Rudy, so they... <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, they were yeah, called... you got Shriek, you got Ink, mm-hmm. uh, Shriek, Ink, yeah. Hunter, Person, um, yep. whoever that oh, their was. version of Craven, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then was there another one? I think there was another one. I think that's uh, the the other one was Rudy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because because yeah. uh, Green Lantern says three quarters of them are your guy, yeah. which means also one of them, one of them say, so, yeah. Rudy says like the caper is bungled or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well, he's you been watching a lot of old caper. movies on that. Yep. Um, <laughs> he's been watching a lot of old movies on that TV in prison. <laughs> so um, they're called the Iniquity Collective, uh, which yep. is maybe the worst villain team name I've ever heard, and I don't like hard most disagree. Of... <laughs> the hard thing is, disagree. Like, I always felt like the, when when you call yourselves something with bad in the name, um, mm-hmm. like the Sinister Six or yep. something, or the Crime Syndicate, then you're mm-hmm. like, you're really putting the nail on it. When you decide to also show off your vocabulary at the same time, and it, yep. listen, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't think that Magneto... As, I know they try to retcon as like him being sarcastic about human fears, but the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants is... The, yeah. There's a bit in the Mystique book where she's like, we were being ironic. <laughs> well, that's um, that's the thing. This is 50 years after all the other superhero mm-hmm. stuff. You can be nothing but ironic with the dorky past. Like, really? They called themselves the Injustice whatever? The like, Injustice book, well, yeah. What? And then Ink is like, why don't we call ourselves the Ink Collective? And like, no, 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 no. Something like that. <laughs> Also, you That's did just remind me, the Injustice Gang is uh, probably... I could never remember what the noun was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Injustice Bunch? No, that's not right. <laughs> the Injustice Bunch is a joke Amanda and I have. You know, I I'll know, say, but it's I'll so close this. to the real one. The Thunderbolts is a really good villain team name, since they were pretending yeah. to be good guys. And then when they reveal themselves as bad guys, they change their names to the Masters of Evil? Yep. <laughs> Come on! Hmm? We could do better. Of evil. I like the Iniquity Collective. I like the Iniquity Collective better than the Injustice Bunch anyway. So The Iniquity you. Collective feels mm-hmm. like a middle school student was writing an essay and decided to run it through a synonym generator. Webster's well, yeah. Dictionary defines the Iniquity Collective as... <laughs> did, did you not remember that Rudy, canonically an idiot, and Shriek, canonically an idiot, are part of this team? I don't and remember honest, how smart... Kirare is not uh, the brightest guy around, and... Uh... I And Ink... By like the way, I did has, look has amazing powers, but is not is not no. super smart, as I recall. So, I think you know. it's hilarious. The idea of Rudy saying Iniquity Collective is fucking funny. What do we <laughs> call him? Oh, wait, damn it. I was wrong. Kirare was the assassin. Who's the hunter? 
I'm looking it up. I, I, I remember the character. I remember the yeah. episodes. I don't remember his name. It doesn't matter. Uh, Maggie. Stalker. I stepped on. It was Stalker. Ah. Mm. Terrible. Okay. Um, Carl, Maggie, like, we are. I stepped, I stepped on you talking about this a minute ago. What your good thing. Oh, on Leather Wings <laughs> tribute, baby. Baby. The please last, please uh, take us through it. Yeah. The last shot of this episode is a is basically a uh, tribute to the first shot of On Leather Wings when Man Bat the first flying Batman episode. City. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in this case, it's uh, uh, Terry flying through the city, uh, but it's basically like a flipped, updated version, and it kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would have been a perfect like, and and that's the show, full yeah. circle. And look, we get another season. There's definitely some great stuff coming, mm-hmm. but but this would have been a perfect note to walk out. No, on. this would this would have been the absolute best way to end this, and it us to be done with the Bruce Tim universe. And we're not, mm-hmm. you know. There's a whole season <laughs> and like some other weird stuff. But there's uh, a whole season. There's some shorts that we haven't gotten to yet, mm-hmm. and there's one direct-to-video movie yeah, one that is part of the scan. Right? Yeah, yeah, but um. The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's that. I think this was uh, really, really cool. I think Mystery of the Batwoman was after this. Uh, we yeah. have already covered that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, that's I where Twala comes from. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. In a general sense, we didn't really talk about this, but I, I do love that they just like we got an extra episode of Justice League. We'll, we'll do a Batman Beyond finale since we never got one. How the yeah? How the fuck did they sell that? Like, um, okay, big superhero action's fine. What if we had? A kid from a whole other show talked to an old woman. Mm-hmm. That's I actually, mean, how's that? That has happened a few times. The, the The famous one that comes to mind is when the lone gunman showed up on like the third to last episode of the X-Files and then all died. Oh, oh yeah. To be a finale well, to their spinoff show that lasted six episodes. Uh-huh. That's um, because they didn't have enough show to tell their story, though. That's yeah. different than, than this, no, which no, that yeah. show yeah. had a movie. Yeah, but... I mean, the movie was trying to do a lot, a lot of other things. I know, I, you know. I, I think know. I think it was like a a, a, a more but proper. Batman Beyond got three full seasons and a movie. Like they, it's not like <laughs> yeah, they got it, cut off before. You know, they definitely didn't. Now, I know um, the 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 CW superhero shows would do this every time. Like one of their weird little online spinoffs got canceled, they'd do like an episode to wrap it up. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm sure Doctor Who's got a handful of like. I mean, comics. Let's wrap do up this some too. Dumb stuff from oh, yeah. the 70s. Well, actually, Comics do it recently, too. A title gets canceled, and they yeah. they just uh, deal with it in another time. On, on the most recent episode of Doctor Who, actually, now the thing about it, there was a companion that everybody sort of agrees got kind of a bad send off in the old series, and so they mm. just brought her back, and she was like, "Yeah, uh, you know, I uh, I hopped around on a spaceship and came back here and started working for Unit." <laughs> like mm, that's cool, eh, good, you know. I I would have liked if they were bringing any Doctor back for them to bring back Eccleston because of the <laughs> shitty way they treated him. But yeah, uh, what do you mean? He, he don't want to come back, especially now that. Uh, the same guy mm. that he quit over is running the show again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, All right, my good, my good yeah. thing for yes. this episode, not Doctor Who. Um, uh, the thing with Ace is such a good Batman hasn't actually lost all his humanity yet. Like every now and then, the show will say, "Oh yeah, but Bruce actually still has a soft spot for children." Obviously, and it's like, "Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he?" <laughs> and um, it also supplies a not at all needed but still cool backstory for why Ace the Bat Hound is called Ace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. They never say that, but you think about it. It's like, oh, he named his dog Ace. I, bet I it's named because after he, a teenage girl I murdered. It, it's it's better. Mm-hmm. The, the story I, makes me sound good, I promise. I didn't murder her. He sat there and waited for her to die. That's not the same. No, he I, used the device to kill her because if she had died on No, her he own. didn't. He throws it away. 
Yeah. yeah he said, he, she what? said, I know you're not using Waller's device. And he said, no. And she's like, can you please sit with me while I die? I don't and know about yes. that. Cause what, didn't they he say says that. that. Eh, I don't know if I trust him. Okay. <laughs> it's in the dialogue. It's not like a, I, I leapt to this conclusion. It's there. No, no, I'm just, I'm leaping to a conclusion that, uh, he told them a different version than when he came out. Oh, um, that's possible. Cause if she had died on her own, then her brain would have exploded. Or That's maybe possible, Waller but I was think just wrong. Listen, you're probably right, but but her being able to see in his mind and know that he's coming to kill her, like mm-hmm. that—that's kind of an important thing. Mm. Like she's she would know. <laughs> but anyway, he walks out with a dead body. So uh, yes, you know. Oh, well, I'm getting flashbacks here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tur- turns out, an emotionally troubled child with dark hair being carried out by me like this is just going to be a thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you're gonna find yep. out that Jason Todd existed in 20 years in the comic books. So Ugh, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, hmm. Oh, um. So when they're talking about uh, when Ace dies, all this goes away. Is it Doctor Light in the black and white? The the yeah, woman. That's her. Okay, because she's like, good kid dies, problem solved. Yeah, like. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the second most problematic thing I've ever seen somebody named Dr. Light do. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, look, that comic had already existed at this point. So. Boy, it sure did. <laughs> I ha- I feel like them putting the good Dr. Light in this show as much as they did in this season was them being like, there's another one. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah but but they didn't need to give her that line. That was rough. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that, was, like, that was pretty eh, aggressive. Let the kid die. What the fuck? Are you in the Justice League? <laughs> I mean, apparently. Don't let Batman hear you say that. Jesus Christ. No, Superman mm-hmm. disbanded it seven times since we last uh, spoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Green Arrow just keeps yelling at him. It's just like um, uh, Putty and Elaine breaking up in that one season of Seinfeld. Just yep. <laughs> anytime something goes slightly wrong, that's it. And then later right. Batman calls her and she's just sitting on her couch staring into the middle distance. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no, that's Superman 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Has Patrick Warburton ever played Superman? He must have. Yes. In in a Titans or something. In a a commercial with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Mm Mm-hmm. Has he ever played him in something good? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, What else? That's everything I got. That's everything I I got. I did not have a whole lot of notes for this episode because I was just watching this episode. I have seen this episode so many times I could just about recite it from memory without yeah. having the sound it's, on. But uh, It's good. It's real mm-hmm. good. It's just, like I say, it's that very satisfying emotional, like, yeah, the story's over, but guess what? Mm-hmm. There's, there's a little bit more here. And, yeah. and uh, this guy turned out okay, and this guy's still struggling, but he'll be all right. And Waller actually turns out she's a, 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 a potential parent murderer, mm-hmm. but she's okay. Yeah, and it turns fine. out when Terry's 25, he's going to get a big old Bruce Wayne chin. <laughs> and mm-hmm. sideburns. And sideburns. You think he's 25 in this? Well, how old he? They said he was 16 uh, when he started training as Batman. It's the show been, ran for. They say how this long. Is, yeah, this is 15 years after yeah. that, I think. Oh, it was 15, yeah. oh, it was 15 years? Oh, yeah, I mean, they I, say yeah. How, so they say how long him and Dana have been together. It's like 15 years. Oh, things. right, 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 right. I, I was and thinking, they I was said it was 10 years. Okay, when he's 30. Well, they, were, they said uh, 65 years in the future, and the original one was 50 years in the future, is, mm. is how I got to that. So, but same thing. Listen, I'm not so, a yeah, math teacher, I'm a drama teacher. But he's in his early 30s now. So Yeah, there you go. The point is, they redesigned him to look more Bruce Wayne-ish. Mm-hmm. But uh, means- in a way, that did just make it look like he had gotten older at first until you realized what they were going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still's got those well, Bruce Tim character. That's, that's how he looks, you know. <laughs> now I'm tipping over. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. 
I believe so. All right. Well, as we said, even though this feels like the end, it's actually not. We have one full season of this to go. And next yeah. week we will be starting with, that with, with a lot of good stuff that I can't believe yeah. I thought came before this. There is I Am Legion, which I do not remember what that is. Uh, Le- not... Legion of Doom is the main thing next season. So oh, I assume uh, that. Yeah. I do remember that. And I do remember Lex. Legion of Doom, without... borderline villain group name. <laughs> Doom Patrol's good, though. Yeah. But, but they're, they're also they're not villains. villains. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know, but I'm saying Doom, you know. <laughs> their, their boss kind of is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My, My daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Shadow of the Hawk, which I do remember and mm-hmm. is a very good episode. Oh, right. Just a, just a quick Speaking tease, of heroes um, with confusing origins. Yeah. One, one of the, oh, shit, that is that. Mm, is it, though? No, this is the word they bring in the Egyptian stuff. The Hawkman? Yeah. Okay. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one, there's one in that season where one of the surviving Blackhawks from their World War II adventure as an old man meets back up with Shiera. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I thought it was that one. No, but this you're is probably the one right. where it's probably the Hawk they've Man. they've been leaning very heavily on like the in 1986 Hawk World uh, version of the Thanagarians, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which by the way, okay. that comic's a trip if you've never read it. Um, yeah, I haven't read it. Oh, like I think I talked about years, it last time because Lord. they're yeah. uh, the, just, the, the, the um, Justice Lords uh, brought in a lot of... Mm. Uh, influence from that mm. but um yeah it's it's uh, this is where they're going and like well let's also bring in all the human hawkman origin stuff too and have actual hawkman show up and also well, he it's might like be crazy <laughs> it's like we've been talking about with lex they managed to bring in all the major versions of him and uh it's great yeah like oh, the idw lex? ninja turtle series yeah what if all of the versions of these characters were real and sure. we just did and it little was great bits of them all mm-hmm I do remember Lex next season, like, without spoiling too much, just absolutely nuts Mrs. Brainiac and wants to find him. And it's just this this ongoing... Somewhere just, nope, no, out I, there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, oh I love so, that. Yeah, he's just, he's just fucking bonkers. He's like, no, we must find Brainiac. We must find Brainiac. I need him. I need him. I need him. Hurt so much, just want him back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Felt cute, might delete later. It's like a it's like a board list. cut off from the collective. He's so good. The Iniquity Club. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. Uh Brian, yes. plug, please. Yes, well, uh my uh my podcast, uh Tinseltown, as well as my other podcast, uh, uh New and Bit Alarming, uh, mm-hmm. I have both been on hiatus for a variety of oh, um I know. Is is this because mm-hmm. you fell off the stage? This is not because <laughs> I fell off the stage. <laughs> I no. these, these rumors have spread all the way to the other coast now. Um, mm-hmm. No, uh, listen, I recorded an episode where I talked in detail about what happened to me. It was I puked a bunch Oh, I don't of need to know the actual reason. I just reason. wanted to say you fell off the stage. But no, yes, as uh, as Al was indicating, uh, within an hour, every student in the school knew that I got hurt falling off the stage, which did not happen. Well, I think it's because mm-hmm. I, tell, I tell them so much not to jump over the edge of the stage. They're like, well, yeah. that must be what happened. I guess he was right. Mm-hmm. Didn't stop them from doing it, um, but uh, yeah, no. And then uh, yeah, there's some brain stuff too, and uh, you know, just uh, mm. the show went on hiatus and remains on hiatus. But it is uh, the holiday season, and so we're not gonna be completely abandoning you. So, um, uh, in the interest of waiting a long time, Tinseltown is releasing a series of episodes on sequels that came out way the hell after the original came out, long after anybody cared, and they're all garbage anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the exception of A Christmas Story Christmas, which actually turned out to be kind of good, despite really? its terrible title. It's Listen, I'll put it this way. All of these are crappy nostalgia bait, like a sequel's grabbing for cash, ex- mm-hmm. or views, or ratings, or whatever. Um, 
that's the best. It still is that, but it's the best version of that. Sure. You know, like sometimes you watch one of those and you're like, yeah, that was all right, though. Um, whereas I cannot say the same for Home Sweet Home Alone, uh, A Christmas Story 2, which is different from A Christmas Story Christmas, neither of which is the first sequel to A Christmas Story, which was called It Runs of the Family and was set in the summer. Uh, and the uh, extremely terrible National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2 Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. <laughs> oof, doof. Yeah, so there's some real crap, and we're having fun with that. Uh, I would also mm -hmm. recommend, given the theme of the show, that uh, you head into some of our archives and uh, check out our classic um, Batman Returns episode, uh, given the amazing title, Walkin' in a Winter Wonderland. Yep. Uh, which Maggie <laughs> is a guest star on, although I embarrassingly yes. pronounce her name wrong the entire time, so just be ready for that. That's fine. I was doing the same thing at the time. <laughs> yeah, a lot of us were doing that for a while. It was yeah. actually, it was, it, was, it was a whole problem with Canadian accents we ran into. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's a real good movie, eh? Yeah. Um, uh, except Maggie and I don't like it as much as most people do, uh, which makes for a very fun episode. Uh, also, of course, the uh, sensational character find of 1991, Chip Shrek. Mm -hmm. Best character uh, 1992, in excuse me. 1992, <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. As as well that was as... The year I, it was the year I graduated high school and I saw it in the movie theater, so I have a very distinct memory of it. Sorry, uh, go ahead. As well as uh, Maggie's repeated bafflement that somehow a movie with the content this movie had also got Happy Meal toys. I think uh, about that a lot. bafflement shared by many parents of the era. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very fun episode. And since we've been talking about Batman all this time, I would say uh, one worth checking out. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, that's that. Tinseltown, the holiday movie podcast. Also, new and a bit alarming. We're very gradually finishing up our run on Super Mario Brothers episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. and it's all good stuff, and the show yeah. will return. We've started recording. I just uh, did a, a bit on an episode called All Through the House, which um, I forget how I described it to you, Maggie, but you said it sounded like up your alley, and I was like, no, just in a bad way. But it was like, if you take all of the worst parts of Halloween and combine them with the worst parts of Sleepaway Camp and the worst Ooh. parts of Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, yeah, a version of those three movies sounds good. Not the way they did it. No. Uh, so we're recording I, regular episodes, and when we have a bunch banked, the show's coming back. So yeah. there you go. Well, I am very excited for that. I miss I I, I miss those shows quite a bit. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, Maggie and I'll both be back on eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, mm -hmm. <laughs> Maggie narrowly dodged doing uh, a Christmas story too due to scheduling issues. So yeah, uh, it was close. But my my, uh, uh, my younger brother wound insane. up doing that one. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, it's going to be fun. Actually, that one's going yeah. up today as we record. So it should be there well, for you when you hear this. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason Maggie's uh, December filled up is because we have recorded another episode of what we are calling Dead, Posc Bo Dead Podcast Crossover mm -hmm. with our friends English and Irish Gav. This year they made us watch a delightfully insane 70s British show called Sapphire and Steel. <gasps> oh my God. And yeah, I love the, Sapphire and Steel. By the time you, by the time this episode drops, that will be available. It is in the same feed that the Post Atomic Horror was in. It was. It's also at postatomichorror.com. There's a there's a whole segment on that website uh, for non Star Trek shows, and it'll be the one at the top. So check it out. Yeah. Uh, one final thing I wanted to point out. I, I still have the DC wiki. Where you don't know what species the main characters are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a real Gary Seven situation. <laughs> yeah. um, is one final thing. I happen to have the DC wiki up for these episodes, and I wanted to point out the Earth is approximately 40,000 kilometers in circumference. Based on that figure, the speed of Flash's runs is approximately, first run, 10 seconds, 4,000 kilometers per second. And there's a whole table. I'm not going to read the whole thing to <laughs> Do you. Do we know but he ran around they the have worked out the math. Block. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Even so, assuming Flash weighs his typical uh, weight adult, <laughs> the kinetic energy of his motion would be over 50 petajoules, the approximate equivalent of a 12 megaton nuclear explosion. So this could never happen in real life, you guys. Oh, well, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Was mm-hmm. there a ladder there? <laughs> uh, it doesn't say. Not a freestanding <laughs> one, so. No. All right. Uh, so that's all for this time. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Uh, see you, folks. Twala. Whizfizz. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.